Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast formerly known as Off Topic. Uh, we're now at the Podcast Nomads. I'm Big Mike 1980 on YouTube, and this is Lord Lockmod, one of my Lord good Lockmod. friends. Lord Lockmod, one of my good friends from work, and it's, uh, it's kind of expanded on that. We're kind of that's kind of like the best friend I got. Usually, I'll just just say it that way. Larry, how you been? And you want to let's talk about how we've uh, the learning curve so far. I've been good. I, I haven't had no complaints. I got to spend the uh, uh, winter out in Phoenix, so I ain't got to endure none of the cold. Yeah, so that's lucky. been nice. Very lucky. Uh, yeah. But uh, learning curve that we've had that uh, shoot that number one finding time uh, for this has been a whole lot more uh, uh, difficult than I actually thought it would be in the beginning. That. Uh, very daunting, wasn't it, to find time when yeah. I'm off and you're off yeah. and schedule changes and plane trips unexpected and what have you. Right. It's, it's been a kind of a nightmare to get off the ground here, but we're we're going, we're going. Right, and we're on uh, we're on our second episode, and I think we've already changed platforms two or three times. Uh, yeah, I've already changed equipment. Uh, yeah, yeah, the gear changes and then the different platforms and trying to figure out where to put it, the the podcast so people can find it and. It's been right. a, it's been an adventure so far, but you know it's been fun. Right. I've had a lot of fun trying yeah. to figure this yeah, stuff I've out. I've had a lot of fun too, and it's very encouraging. You know, a lot of friends and family. You know, they've checked out the uh, the first one and and gave a lot of uh, encouraging words uh, off of it. And you could tell that a lot of it was genuine. That uh, I mean, there's been people asked to uh, join in and yep. uh, want to be a part of it. That it you know just you know good friends and and people getting together. And that's exciting, you know, the people that are showing the interest, and that was what we were hoping for, that it wasn't just going to be interesting for me and you, other people are going to find interest in it, too, and, and that's that's the good thing right. about it. And I don't think there's a bigger fan than my son. Yeah. So, uh, I get all the time, you know, when's your next podcast? When's your next podcast? What's it going to be? A yeah. Tell Big Mike I said hi. Yeah, yeah. He, the, you know, that this and that. So I texted him before we started this. Hey, we're getting ready to do the next podcast. That day. He he was all excited. What's it about? Yeah. When's it going to be on? So big shout out to Caleb. He's yeah. seems like Good a super kid, cool man. kid, man. I really enjoy. Yeah, it. yeah, he is. He, I, you can't find him. Can't find him better than him. Yeah, I enjoyed giving him grief during fantasy football, even though it came out in the end that I was the worst team in there. <laughs> oh, that was that was too fun. Yeah, that it was. It was fun. It really was. We, I want to spend some time talking about that in another episode. But today's episode is music inspiration. Is is a lot of people probably already know. If you don't, that me and Larry both play the guitar. And we found a passion in that. And there's been, there was a stretch there that we were playing together, trying to get something going. Never really come to fruition, but uh, we had a lot of fun trying to get it to come together anyway. Yeah, we did. We did have a lot of fun. I, I even think that we got some videos floating around somewhere. There's some videos on Facebook. Right. I mean, it didn't sound bad at all. It didn't sound bad, just two guitars playing together. Exactly. There's some uh, videos floating around on Facebook. But uh, yeah, so, today we're going to talk about what inspired us to to play music, what inspired us to pick up the guitar, things that we, you know, before we were thought about playing the guitar, what music did we listen to growing up, you know, things like that. And um, Larry, let's just dive right into it. I know we spoke about it in the first podcast, but that's been so long ago. What, um, what decided, made you decide to pick up the guitar and what music did you listen to growing up? 
for me to pick up the guitar that I, it was uh, in the nineties, it was in high school that I was a huge Metallica fan. And that was actually my inspiration to get to playing guitar. But uh, as far as uh, my love for music, that, that come, uh, that come to be well before then. And my dad is uh, an avid lover of music. And he, we listened to everything from the blues to country uh, to hard rock. I mean, he was the one that introduced me to Metallica in the eighties. I remember we had a, Chevy Blazer in the 80s, and we had a uh, Master of Puppets cassette tape wow. inside the tape deck of the of the Blazer that he would listen to, and, and I remember I, I just loved it. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, so I, I grew up with a little bit of everything. There's music now I obviously don't care much for, but, um, you, you know, rock and roll, uh, R&B, blues, that, that's what's been my go-to for for as long as I can remember. I can remember, oh shoot, uh, 90, 91. Uh, I was 10, 11 years old. The first song that I can ever remember giving me goosebumps was uh, Say Hello to Heaven by Temple of the Dog. Yeah. Uh, Chris Cornell's voice, just holy cow. Uh, you, you can't, in my opinion, you can't get better than that. that one of a kind. Man's voice. Yes, absolutely one of yeah, so I totally that, agree. That's how I got into uh, the music. My dad was a huge uh, influence uh, on me with that. Now, as I've, I've gotten older, that my uh, I'm not going to say that my uh, taste has completely changed. That I still love uh, the music that I grew up on, but I, I've developed, um, you know, through playing guitar and stuff. Uh, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Uh, there's not been a better guitar player walk the face of the earth. Uh, that uh, I can get lost in his music for absolute hours at a time. Yep, <clears throat> I agree. Stevie Ray Vaughan's a good one, a real good one. I'll tell you uh, another good guitarist that doesn't, he, he might get a lot of credit in smaller circles, but widely unknown, Carlos Santana. I mean, it, it's some of his uh, riffs and things that he's played is, is it, to me. He's a very good guitarist. Yeah, I enjoy listening. And he got popular in the mid '90s with some of those songs he did, you know, with other bands and stuff. But some of his original stuff that you could go back and listen to, I was just like amazed that I never heard of him. I mean, maybe it's just me and I live under a rock, but I never heard of Carlos Santana till like the mid to late '90s. I was like, well, where has he been all my life? You know? Yeah, I think the first one I heard was like Black Magic Woman or something like that. Yep. Yeah, I remember that, but it was uh, later on. It was like way after that come out when I heard it. Yeah, well, I didn't know who, that was one of the first songs I heard just by him, but I think that song that he did with Rob Thomas. Rob was, Thomas. Yeah. That's the one, that's the uh, one right there. From uh, what matchbox 20, yeah. that was uh, I don't want to say that was Santana's huge breakthrough because I think he was fairly popular before then, but yeah, but that's, that's where I funny. noticed him is with him. I was like, who right. is this guitar player? You know? Right. Like, so then I do a research and find out who's like, wow, what have I been missing on all my life? This is, this is awesome. You know? So what, what about you? What, I mean, well, uh, where did you start playing? <sighs> what, what was your influences? I, I wanted to play the guitar at an early age, but I just never had the, the means of, of getting my hands on one until I was in my twenties. I picked up the guitar when I was about 26 years old and just, had some buddies that were in bands show me the basics 
and I just took off with it with YouTube. Just wanted to find a video that of a song that I liked and just learned how to play that way. Inspirations for me, I guess, would be the Nirvana age, the Pearl Jams, the, the, the early 90s grunge. Yeah, I remember, this is no joke, I was 14 years old, I think. So it would have been 1994. Smashing Pumpkins were just coming on the scene. And uh-huh. I, I got the means it was on cue. If you remember the, the music store on cue, I went to on cue and I uh-huh. seen this Smashing Pumpkins, Smashing Pumpkins single bullet with butterfly wings. And I picked that up and I listened to it in the, in the shop. And then I bought the single and I, I listened to that on repeat all night. It was just that this spoke to me, that, that style of music, that grungy, just really crunchy right. guitar. And I was like, Oh yes, this is what, this is me, you know, but growing up, it was a whole different story. I remember the first bike I can remember is in the eighties. My mom, she was a big, um, whatever was in, in what was popular at the time. So she was eighties hair metal, you know, that eighties poppy music. We listened to Q one Oh two a lot. If you, if you, if you're from the area, it's a Cincinnati radio station. She was always listening to that. My dad, on the other hand, he was a country fan. He We had eight tracks. We're going a little further back than cassette yeah. tapes where he had eight tracks of Alabama, uh, Loretta Lynn, you know, all that kind of stuff. Johnny Cash. So I was listening to that. My favorite one my dad had was, uh, uh, oh, shoot, what was it? Uh, the Black Crows. The Black Crows, yes. Love the Black Crows. But yeah, that's it's kind of where I come from musically. I was all over the spectrum between my parents. They were listening to everything, you know. So then, like I say, early '90s, I found my own style, so to speak, in the alternative grunge scene, and that's kind of where I've been ever since. That's uh, if you go in my track right now on my radio, Lithium is one of the presets, and then I have uh, Y2 Country and. 90s country so that's that's my fault that's what i fall back on when i can't find nothing to listen to there's gonna be something on yeah. one of those stations you know yeah this my is, playlist for traveling is nirvana Soundgarden, pearl jam uh corrosion of conformity all those bands all those alternative rock grunge bands yeah. uh from the 90s that's that's a green day Weezer huge one of, yes one of my favorite bands Huge Green Day fan, Weezer. Oh my God! You just any of those bands that come to mind. I just start thinking of the songs I heard right out of the gate. Um, some of the early Green Days, the early Billy Joe with the the Sea Green Strat. You know, right. just just all that now, comes to mind. Now, did you find as you got older that <clears throat> that's the music that you listened to kind of mellowed out some? Yeah. Oh yeah, that, uh, that as I got older, that I, be, I became more appreciative of uh, the older bands, you know, the '60s and '70s bands. Oh yes, and uh, the Beatles, uh, raising my kids. That the Beatles have been a staple in our household uh, from the get go. My kids love the Beatles. I had the opportunity to take them to see Paul McCartney a couple years ago. Uh, yep. Just the looks on their faces, um, you know, and them singing along to the songs. Uh, you know, it's just. Uh, it's a cool it, feeling, it, ain't it? it, it awesome. yeah, yeah, it's a cool feeling that you know you've introduced your kids to this, and and uh, you know I got record players, and the first records they wanted was Beatles records. Yep. Uh, and then it progressed into Queen, uh, Leonard Skinner, and speaking of Leonard Skinner, yep. 
I knew Leonard Skinner's songs. I knew some of them here and there. I didn't know who the band was or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But the funny story uh, behind them, the reason I started listening to them and I knew who they were is the, the movie Happy Gilmore. Yes. Uh, <laughs> they played the song Tuesday's Gone. Yes. Uh, in that movie. And I absolutely fell in love with it. And I asked my dad, who is that? He, he told me who it was. So I looked it up and then I started hearing all these songs uh, from Leonard Skinner uh, that, hey, I've heard this before. Hey, I know that song. And then that, that that's where my love for that. And then that, you know, uh, which Led Zeppelin was always in there. That my dad, um, you know, he liked to get the lead out while we, back in the 80s in the blazer, like I was talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> And Queen is his, my dad's favorite band of all time. Freddie Mercury is his Great favorite band. singer. So, yes. So I, I was familiar with Queen from the, you know, in diapers all the way growing up. That was constantly played yep. uh, around. Uh, but my favorite part uh, of music right now is not so much the new music that's coming out, but um, like with my son, Caleb, that showing him music that I like and then seeing his reaction and how excited he gets about it that I just bought him a uh, expansion pack for that beat saber, the virtual reality thing for the PlayStation. Yes. Um, he wanted the green day pack. Nice. Uh, yeah. Cause he loves green day that he, he's listened to all these songs. He made me a playlist. Um, uh, the songs on this playlist are absolutely phenomenal. It, a lot of it's what we would put on our, playlist and some of it's stuff we wouldn't even think of uh you know green day beatles uh john denver john denver uh, yeah he, he's got a little bit of everything on there and it's just, um it's just amazing um being able to sit and show your kid um new music to them not not new music no you know, yeah in general but new music to them and then falling in love with it and, and taking off with it and uh it's all so about that, it's all about opening new new doors for for them oh, in a musical sense. Absolutely, I have a story very similar to that. Um, me, I was in the living room and my daughter was in her bedroom and she was. I heard something. And I was like, "That sounds eerily familiar," and I like it. So I kind of <clears throat> wasn't eavesdropping, but I just kind of listened to what she was playing, and she was playing. Um, Oh, it's a Green Day tune, Time of Your Life. She's playing the Time of Your Life. And I was like, Oh, yeah. I was like, Wait a minute, what? So I just let it go for a few hours. And then she came in there to talk to me. And I queued up, um, Tell September ends. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh, wow, you know them? I was like, Yeah, yeah, I, I grew up on this. She goes, Oh, they're, she said, Oh, they're that old? I was like, Come oh, on. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I said, honey, just sit here for a few minutes and I'll open your eyes to so much music you've missed out on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And she's a fan. Uh, I mean, I've, I've drawn her into the grunge music a little bit and she likes it. Uh, I, there was one time, um, me and my kids have always had this joke, um, that if somebody don't listen to Queen, Leonard Skinner, Beatles, uh, Led Zeppelin, bands like that, that, uh, then we always joke that they wasn't raised right. Exactly. Uh, so one day she was uh, on the school bus coming from a football game because she was a cheerleader at the time. And Leonard Skinner had came on on the radio 
and the bus driver changed the radio station. Wow. And she calls me and she's being real loud on the phone. She goes, you're not going to believe this. I said, what? She goes, they changed Leonard Skinner. What, what are you talking about? She goes, Leonard Skinner come on the radio and they changed it. I was like, well, I ain't no good. That's garbage. She goes, I know they wasn't raised right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, yeah. I got a big kick out of that. Um, so, so do you remember about what age you was when you actually picked up the guitar and was not just beating on it, could actually, you know, make it sound like it's supposed to elaborate on that, um, epiphany in your life. I, I started at 14 that I had, uh, um, uh, I worked at a cow farm mm-hmm. to pay for, I worked after school at a cow farm to pay for my first guitar. And uh, I bought it off of um, one of my older stepbrother's friends. Um, what was, was the guitar? Crappy, it, it was a Jack, uh, a Charvel, Jackson Charvel, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a crappy PB amp. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but, but it was mine. I paid for it myself. It was mine. I loved it. Um, and later on in the year, in the school year, that uh, I was in study hall and I heard a couple of the kids talking. Uh, one of them's name was uh, Chris Dawson. Mm-hmm. That has been a uh, near and dear friend to me since uh, since I've been a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really honestly, uh, one of my other best friends uh, I've ever had, uh, there's only one that I've, I've known longer in my life than, than him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually still talk to, but, uh, but he was into guitar. So I was getting ready to get my driver's license and me and him made a pact. I'll drive you around. And we'll go hang out. You teach me how to play the guitar. So he taught me how to read tablature and, and I kind of picked it up and then I would sit and play, but I played until I fell asleep and I fell asleep in bed with the guitar. I woke up playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I even started, uh, I, I got the idea in my head that if I slept in my clothes that I was going to wear the next day, yeah, then I would have more time to play the guitar in the morning before going to school. And, nice. Uh, so I done that. I don't know. I'm just a dumb kid, I guess. But uh, then the next day, uh, you know, I'd come back from school. I would play guitar until it was time to go to work. Then I would go work at the cow farm and then come back and play guitar until I fell asleep again. Nice. That's that's awesome. I mean, that that actually just shows the dedication to the instrument, actually. Right. In my opinion. If if only I stayed with that mentality, that, you know, my entire life. That as I got a little bit older, I kind of veered away from uh, the actual playing of it, and was more worried about the mechanics of it, the the tones, the sounds. Yeah. Which, uh, things like that. So I started creating my own pedals. I started working on equipment and I started, you know, I gave more time to that than um, anything else. But you come up across some, some of your own sound too in the process. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, even though you're playing um, a Foo Fighter song with an awesome rift in it, it doesn't sound the same. It sounds better because it's your tone. Right, right, and it is, and it's a huge compliment whenever somebody, 
you know, checks out one of the pedals that I've made and, and they just absolutely love it. And they're playing around with it. And they, you know, most guitar guys know when you get uh, a new pedal or a new piece of equipment, you geek out over it. Um, you know, you can't wait to get it home and play with it and do everything else, you know, just a new toy. Yeah. Uh, so it, it was nice to see, you know, people at one time getting excited over the things. I haven't had time to do it. Um, you know, try one for work and, and things like that, but you know, the love of it's still there. I still, well, I, I can tell you, know, I, I still have my two and I enjoy when I get the opportunity to plug everything in oh. play. They sound great. Yeah, I just bought a new guitar the other day well, out here in Phoenix. Wow. Nice. <clears throat> I guess, um, if I think about it, I picked up the guitar, like I said, in my mid to late twenties and had some friends show me some chords and then I went to YouTube for the rest of a couple of different teachers and, um, <clears throat> just songs that I wanted to learn how to play. I was like, I hear a song on the radio set. I want to learn how to play that. So I'd instantly Google it or look it up on YouTube and it would be 75,000 different ways to play it and different teachers. And I'd have to have to pick one. that didn't sound like garbage. Cause there are some people out there that think they sound really good and they think they're excellent teachers, but they're not. And this, this is not to try to be, you know, degrading to anybody, but just some people go through it too fast. Some people go through it too slow. And I found a couple of individuals, three, as a matter of fact, that, that, that break it down and tell you exactly what to do and how to do it. And you just have to work on getting it down yourself because, you, you know, you can't just instantly pick it up and go. But um, I tried, I created a YouTube channel back then to document my journey on learning the guitar and we were talking about Leonard Skinner a while ago that's the, the one of their songs um, play it in a song I think it's the name of the song actually it's one I hadn't heard very much but I heard it on the radio one day and I said I want to learn how to play that and that's the all first, I can do is write about it yeah that's it that's it yeah. that's the one that's the first song on my YouTube channel that I don't can't even access anymore because I don't remember the password that's the first song I played all the way through and sang. And I'm not much of a singer. That's so funny because that is the first song I had to play and sing at the same time, too. Awesome. Ain't that, isn't it weird? <clears throat> yeah, that, 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 that's so weird that you said, yes, that is the, uh, that's the first song that I learned to. And, and it was just, I didn't sing because I don't like my voice. So yeah. I don't sing much uh, when I play anyway, but just to give it a go, uh, you know, for whatever reason, that just happened to be the uh, the song that uh, I started uh, picking on. The the chords were really easy, and, yeah. and the lyrics, it, some of it kind of don't make sense, but no. uh, it's still uh, for for whatever reason that I mean, you you can really get into it and belt it out. But yes, that is the first song that I was able to play and sing at the same time, start to finish. Yeah. Cause I used to, it's funny now, cause now we have all this technology in front of us, like computers and, and what have you. But to the way I recorded videos back then was I'd set my little iPhone five on its side. I'd take the lyrics that I had printed off the computer and tape them to the mirror so I could see them. And I was looking, watching myself play in the mirror and recording it. And I was thinking, you know, there's got to be a better way to do this. I ran out of scotch tape, so I was trying to tuck it under drawers so it would hold, and it was it was a mess. But 
because I couldn't remember all the words. I had to re- kind of read along and watch the chord changes. Because, right. like I say, I'm just learning how to do all this stuff. I'm not really any good at, at keeping time at that point. I was just like, I had to play it. In my I had to have an earbud in my ear so I could hear the song playing, so I could play along with it. It was just a total mess of a studio in my bedroom. But um, that was the first song that I've learned to play all the way through and sing all the way through as well. And, and, and like you said, it's just, it's funny, but I mean, now there's been more on there, but a lot of times when I'm playing like Tuesday's gone, like you said, Tuesday's gone. I wanted to play that because I heard that little acoustic riff at the beginning. And at the time, that's the only kind of guitar I had was an acoustic. I started out on a Fender Starcaster. Okay. Not a Stratocaster, a Starcaster, a $99 guitar on eBay. And I was like, because the first one I bought, the very first guitar I bought that I didn't play because I couldn't figure it out, it was a $30 Japanese job, and it got shipped in here in a box that was all, looked like it had been a train wreck, and I was like, there's no way this guitar is going to play. It came with a pitch pipe that sounded like a kazoo. I was like, what is this? You know, I don't know how to do any of this. And I watched it, it came with a CD, Guitar for Dummies. I was like, oh, well, this is just for me because, you know, I'm a dummy. <laughs> and um, the guy on there, he was really comical, but he was trying to tell us how to tune our guitar and how to do these things with our guitar. And he said, now you got to tighten these strings up really slow. And I'm tightening and I'm trying to pick to this pitch pipe that has no pitch at all. And finally, I got to looking down and I noticed that the bridge on the guitar was pulling the body up. I had a bubble I was like, holy shit, what's going on here? What's wrong? And I was, at that point, I just loosened the tension up and put it in the corner. I was like, there's just no way. I got to find somebody that knows how to tune a guitar because I can't do it, you know. And uh, so then I went from that monstrosity to the, the, the Starcaster. And then the Starcaster, I graduated to what I have now, which is my Alvarez. And I'm, I'm pretty pleased with it. It's a, it's a really nice guitar. But uh, I, my guitar collection is not as as diverse or expansive as yours, unfortunately. I have. Oh, I've been, well, I've also been doing it uh, at least ten years longer than you have too. So that's true. Yeah, I do have my Alvarez, and I and I have my my Les Paul. Well, my Epiphone Les Paul. I don't want anybody to get the wrong ideas. I'm not rich and famous. It's an Epiphone Les well, Paul. Hey, <laughs> I'll tell you this right now: the high end Epiphone Les Pauls are way better than the low-end Gibson Les Pauls. Oh, it's... Any given day. You've seen it. It's studio grade. I mean, it's a nice guitar. Yes. I, I was really pleased with yes. it. I think the day I bought it, I think I was on the phone with you. Should I get this? Should I not get this? And I, I mean, I'm asking you, and you're like, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And my wife's over like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, also, yeah. I also have a um, Fender. It's a Strat, but it's like a... One of the cheaper strats, you know, like your starter strat. I can't remember the name of it now. Squire. It's a Squire. Which is not bad, but I don't play it very much. And I love Fender Squires. And it, 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 every guitar is dependent on how it's set up. It's not how... Well, you set this one up for me because the neck was bowed and everything else, if you don't remember. Yeah, I, I, left yeah, I do you, remember. You kept it for like two or three weeks, and I got it back, and it played like a dream. Before, it was like you couldn't even... It was The action was so high... It was terrible. I had to lower everything and then straighten the neck back out. <clears throat> yeah, it was bad. And now it's in good shape. I need strings on everything. But 
Now, why is that strings wear out so easy? I, I never did figure that out. I mean, hell's far, you got to buy strings like every three months if you want to keep them just right. Right, keep the same tone. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, uh, what lessons, or is lessons the right word? What experiences through music have you got to experience that maybe you would never have experienced if it wasn't for the music, the guitar, or anything uh, of that nature? Well, don't even have to be the guitar itself. I think everyone uh, that hears this can agree that music at some point in their life has got them through a a time that they may not have known how they were going to get through it, you know, had it not been for that. And then maybe they don't even know that it was the music that got them, got them through that, you know. Um, yeah. It, that it, it's there for, there's, there's a type for everybody. And I just, I can't imagine life without it, that, that single-handedly the greatest thing that's ever been invented is music. Oh, I agree. Um, as far as, you know, being able to play the guitar, I, you know, I've got to, you know, I've played in some bands, things like that, and that stuff's all great. But, uh, but you know, my favorite is just being able to share it with somebody. Exactly. Know, like I was saying earlier, um, sharing stuff uh, with my kids and then and seeing the way that they light up when uh, when they hear something that 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 I've listened to that that they they now like um, or or whatever you know, you know turning somebody onto a new band things oh, like that but uh, I agree I have to say for me it was learning how to play songs just, just for my own personal amusement. And then there was a stretch there where we, me and the family, we, we camped a lot. Okay. So there's nothing more cool than sitting around a campfire and just pulling out your guitar and everybody just singing and having a good time. You know, the, the drinks are flowing and everybody's getting a little buttered up and the real singers come out then I'm telling you. And, it, those nights were a lot of fun and I can't right. not leave out the experience, even though it was just for however short stint it was the times that me and you got together and just jammed out those, Absolutely. those days. Absolutely. I had so much fun for those. Like yeah. we, we say, all right, after work, we'll be here and we'll get there at three 30. Okay. And then the next thing you know, it's almost six o'clock. I'm like, damn, I wish I could play a little longer, you know, right. it, was, it was so much fun. So much fun. And I've carried yes, a, lot of, a lot of a lot of those songs, you know, I'll still pick around with today, just, just sitting around and I'll be like, ah, oh, I'm going to play that STP song for a little while because I ain't played it in so long, you know. I'll cue up the video and just sit here and play along with it. And it, it feels good to be able to do that, even though I know it's never going to make me rich and famous. I have a lot of fun just messing around on it. I'll be playing video games, okay, on my computer and Sometimes you have rather rather lengthy cue times. So mm-hmm. so what I'll do is I'll pick my guitar up during the cue times and I'll be talking to my friends in Discord and I'll start playing music and they'll start requesting songs. The next thing you know, it's like the cue time concert is what I've called it. it <laughs> it's it's turned out to be pretty fun, pretty interesting, entertaining. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep. That's like my boy uh, just let me know a couple weeks ago that he, uh, he put Spotify on his playstation so when he's playing video games he just turns spotify on and listens to music while he's playing these video games yeah that's a pretty cool feature i used to do that too it's pretty I nice just that you could do that i didn't even know that you could do that 
Oh yeah, you can shoot with a computer. You can do just about anything you want to, or with a PlayStation, you can do just about anything you want to anymore. It's a mini computer. You download apps and <clears throat> go from there. Spotify, YouTube, whatever you want to do, and and you can watch TV from your PlayStation anymore. Local channels and everything. It's it's come a long way, you know. To be honest, but Spotify's a lifesaver when you get with a bunch of people that ignore 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 you and annoy you. So you can just block them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't want to keep this too terribly long. Where are we at right now? We're right at thirty-two minutes, Larry. I think this is a good stopping point. It's been fun. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to bore them just yet. We want to keep coming back. So yeah, yeah. It's been really fun and interesting conversation, and and uh, it has. I could go on for days. Uh, oh yeah, on this topic. There's so many different things that we could we haven't even touched on that we could talk about. You know, maybe. Maybe down the road we can just break down the different genres and and go from there. Best bands of this genre or best bands of from the eighties or the nineties or you, you know. know thinking about it, it, it uh, um, might have to. I, I got our website. I just haven't set nothing up. And maybe we need to set up like a forum uh, type style uh, of the website because honestly, people that do listen to this, I don't know everyone that's going to listen to it. Yeah, I know a few that will, but. I'd actually like to hear what, you know, the, the, their influences were. I'd like to hear, um, you know, songs that, that that's changed, uh, you know, changed their life for the better um, and, and how they view things after uh, certain music was introduced to them. A discussion uh, board, yeah, it'd be great. So would... I'll figure out how to do that. That way we can continue that way, you know, in the future we can do that. But before we get out of here we do uh, have email addresses that you can reach us at if you have questions if you want to ask uh, a question from maybe a, a different topic on a different day that we can hit on and we can do some Q&A and incorporate that into the podcast as well um, Larry if you want to if you, if you remember them could you it's uh, uh, let's see mine is Lord Lockmod L-O-R-D L-O-C-M-O-D at uh, the podcast nomads.com and and mine is big mike all lowercase big mike at the podcast nomads.com so if you have a i mean any, any almost any question goes i mean as long as they're relevant to the, the subject matter we don't really want dumb questions of course but like um for, i don't want to hear some dumb questions <laughs> there well i've always been told there's no dumb questions just dumb answers but oh um, yeah i'll give a dumb answer but like uh, for for me, I'm not real um, adverse at as a lot a of different fact, things. But but Larry, now that you mentioned that, that's going to be one of our future episodes. Okay, please send us your dumb questions. Do that. We want your dumb questions? Okay, we will be... make an entire episode of us answering your dumb questions in that, the episode. That would be great. That would be great. <laughs> but I mean, you know, really and honestly, though, Larry, I I I, I praise him a lot. Cause he's really knowledgeable, a lot of different things, but guitar tips, questions like that. Maybe you could don't, don't can't figure this out. Well, I'm sure Larry has seen it and maybe can I give you a little bit of words of encouragement to help you get it straightened out too. Or at least a YouTube link. Exactly. Exactly. Well guys, this is going to be the end of this uh, episode of the podcast. Nomads, the artists formerly known as off topic. I'm big Mike, 1980. This is Lord Lockmod, Larry. Thanks for stopping in again, and it's been a pleasure talking to you. And hopefully, hopefully the next one isn't so far out, but we'll just see how our schedules fall. 
That sounds good. I appreciate you taking the time, brother. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.